Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Alex Avila with Love University, and we're back. I'm an author, psychologist, and speaker. Every week, we talk about how to love ourselves, others, and a higher nature. We're continuing in our new series, Invincible You Special Edition, in which we talk about how to live with passion, purpose, and power, and develop self-love and self-power. And we've been talking about my book, The Three Secrets of Happiness, Forever Joy Can Be Yours, a modern fable of personal transformation. Where we last left off, we met Harry, the pompous psychiatrist, kind of arrogant individuals trying to find the stickers of happiness. So he goes to the top of a mountain in a remote area and meets the martial arts master Tanaka, who strips him of the negativity and ego so he can find the three secrets of happiness. And we begin. The first secret is gratitude. Tanaka picked up a pear and asked Harry, what is this? A pear, replied Harry. No idiot. You call me idiot again, said Harry. I didn't call you idiot, Harry. I used the word idiot. A word has nothing to do with the real you. It is only made up of letters. A man made invention. There are no words in the ultimate end of life. The only reason you reacted with anger is that you associated yourself, your value, self-esteem, and ego with that word. You believe that I was calling the essential you an idiot, that I was devaluing you in some way, making you seem inferior. In reality, I wasn't devaluing you. Because in the higher sense, there is no you to devalue. The real you is something higher than a word, a label, or a concept. I know what you're getting at, said Harry, as he felt his confidence coming again. He was well-versed in areas of esoteric philosophy and semantics. He could argue with the best of them. You're talking about me being part of some sort of cosmic consciousness, where I'm part of the whole of humanity, so I become egoless. Is that what you're talking about? Not quite, Harry, said Tanaka, as he sensed that Harry wanted to engage him in a petty verbal battle. When will he learn, thought Tanaka. Now is the time. Words will always fail you, my friend, continued Tanaka. Words only carry part of the truth. Yes, there is such a thing as a higher or universal sense of self that goes beyond your very limited ego, which you call yourself. But you can't define it in mere words. You see, the verbal concepts you have in your mind, the ones you've learned from books, have very little to do with this ultimate self, the superior mind. But if you could describe it with mere words, Harry, let's say that it would be an incredibly beautiful and exalted nature, a higher state of thinking and feeling that would move you from an I to a we mentality, integrating deep within you the collective love and passion of God and every being on earth, making you whole, united, and free keeping you safe from insults, attacks, and criticisms of any kind. As Tanaka spoke, he could see that Harry was drifting into deep thought, relaxing his mind, opening up to new possibilities. This was good, thought Tanaka. I could go on for hours on this topic, continued Tanaka, but that is a lecture for another day. Let's proceed now with the truth of today's lesson. He asked me about the secrets of happiness, and I said there were three. I will start now with the first secret. Gratitude. Gratitude is the feeling of overabundance in the present moment. It is expressing a feeling of thankfulness for all that God has provided, not just to you, but to everything and everyone around you. When I asked you what was in my hand, you said pear, and you were only half right. It is actually a gift from the universe, a miracle from God, a blessing to us in this very moment. A pear, sustenance, food, life, and it's all ours right now. I know feeling grateful is important for happiness, said Harry, 
But it's often so hard to do. I worry endlessly about many things, my practice, my lover, my children, my friends. I feel overwhelmed most of the time. Many times I can't seem to enjoy my life. Although I'm very financially successful, and many would say I'm also quite successful in my personal life as well. Harry couldn't believe how open he was being with Tanaka. He was really that open with anyone. Even his lover, Jane, often struggled to get Harry to communicate things he held deep inside. But Tanaka's gentle and accepting ways made Harry feel like he could say anything. Harry knew he could speak from the heart in Tanaka's presence. Harry, I know exactly what you're feeling, what you're thinking, said Tanaka, as he paused for a moment, softly stroking his long, flowing hair. That's precisely why gratitude is so important. It brings us back to the present moment. You see, many of us don't live in the now. We live in constant expectation and worry about the future. We live in the disappointments and regrets of the past. In the meantime, we forget the sweet pleasure, the wonderful sensations of the present moment. Yes, I understand what you're saying, said Harry, as he took in a deep breath of fresh air and enjoyed the warm sun on his skin. I've read the popular books on living in the now. It's a great idea. And it sounds wonderful on paper, but living in the now seems like such a difficult thing to do in the real world of problems, deadlines, and time pressures. It's not difficult at all, Harry. People just make it seem that way. Try this. Look around here in my garden right now. Find something you like, something you find appealing. No matter how small or seemingly insignificant it may be, go ahead and let your eyes wander and tell me what you have found. Harry looked around and found an interestingly shaped rock with a pretty color that he liked. This rock here, I like the way it looks, said Harry. Good, said a pleased Tanaka. Now thank the rock for being in your life. Go ahead, thank it. Harry felt silly doing this. Come on, he said to Tanaka. I can't talk to a rock. If I do, I'll be as crazy as you are and I'll lose my license to practice medicine. I'm only joking, Tanaka. Don't take me seriously. Why should I take you seriously? Asked Tanaka with a twinkle in his eye. You already take yourself too seriously as it is. Now, Harry, give yourself permission to act a little crazy once in a while. Think about some of the great people who have been called crazy in our world. Einstein, Edison, Gandhi, Mother Teresa, Madame Curie, Florence Nightingale, Martin Luther King. They all thought differently, and some people at the time thought they were crazy or weird. But look at how much they contributed to the world. So Harry, be a little crazy now and thank that rock. Okay, thank you, rock, said Harry without much conviction at all. He wasn't fooling anyone and he knew it. No, you're not really being grateful, scolded Tanaka. You're not putting any real effort into this. You didn't even look the rock in the eye. What, are you kidding me? Rocks don't have eyes. How do you know? In its own way, maybe it does. Maybe it can see right through you. Yeah, now you're going to tell me that rocks are real beings. Is that what you think? Of course they're real, said Tanaka emphatically. That rock you're holding in your hand right now is real. It was put here by God's touch, God's hand, on this earth for this very moment. When you would pick it up and act like a jackass when I asked you to be grateful for it. How much realer can that get? You're serious, aren't you? Asked Harry. In many ways, Harry still considered himself a skeptic. But he also recognized there was much about the universe he didn't yet understand. Perhaps Tanaka had hidden truths that could change Harry's life. Maybe it was about time Harry started listening. Tanaka sensed Harry's doubts, but he also saw Harry's relentless inner drive for true knowledge, for personal freedom. Tanaka continued the lesson. 
Yes, Harry, I'm very serious when it comes to gratitude. It's very important to us. We were brought into this life to enjoy all of God's creations and to experience the great joy of gratitude. Now, try again, Harry. Thank that rock for being here. Feel the gratitude. This time, really feel it. This time, Harry looked at the rock differently. He saw it as an offspring of the life force, the energy of God. He picked up the rock gingerly, lovingly, and spoke to it with real emotion. Thank you, rock, for being in my life. It really looked very pretty to me. You give me pleasure. And you know what? Right now, I have a strong desire to kiss you, rock. Harry actually gave the rock a kiss and turned to Tanaka. You know, Tanaka, I realize this may look foolish, but I kind of like this rock. I'm feeling really grateful for its presence in my life. Harry, you are kind of crazy, said Tanaka as he slowly shook his head. I didn't ask you to kiss a rock. It's dirty. That's really disgusting. But you told me. Tanaka interrupted him with booming laughter. <laughs> Again, you're taking things too seriously, my friend. Yes, it's wonderful that you felt grateful for the rock and that you wanted to kiss the rock. Do you want to make love to it too? Don't be ridiculous, said Harry as his face started flushing. I don't. Let's be clear about this, explained Tanaka intently. Making love is not simply a physical act between two human beings. You can also make love to the world, not with your sex organs, but with your head, with your heart, and with your soul. Look at that gorgeous bird over there. Perched high up on that tree with those beautiful feathers. How majestic and serene. Now make love to that bird with your heart right now. See yourself joining with that bird as it flies into the sky and you fly with it. Yes, I can see that. I can imagine that, replied Harry. He really could imagine it, and it felt good. Now look further out. Look at the expanse of that beautiful blue sky. Use your imagination now and make love with that endless sky. Wrap your lips and your arms around that great big blue sky and say, I love you, big blue sky. I love you, big blue sky, said Harry, really feeling love for the sky, for the trees, for the birds, and even for the dirty rock he had just kissed. He felt a little bit strange, but he was becoming more comfortable with being grateful for everything around him. Now, I think about this, Harry. If you felt love for these inanimate objects and animals, imagine how much more love and gratitude you can express for your fellow human beings, for all the loved ones in your life, and for everyone else on this grand earth of ours. And imagine how grateful you can feel for all the wonderful things you have right now, clothes, food, shelter, money, possessions, career, and relationships, as well as your health, your breath, even your very life. How much more gratitude can you feel? Harry was suddenly overcome by a wave of gratitude and love as he pictured all the things he was truly grateful for. An amazing woman in his life, his two beautiful children, his loyal friends, his patients, his successful psychiatry practice, his relatively good health, his outstanding financial status, his home, his cars, his yearly Caribbean vacations, his articles and books, and all the people he had touched and loved and helped over the years. Tears of gratitude filled Harry's eyes. Yes, I am grateful, teacher. See what gratitude truly is. It's living in the now, in the present moment. Having a sincere appreciation and deep caring for all the living things, for all non-living entities, for all the wonder, love, and passion that human beings can experience on this earth. For having the greatest gift of all, life. Yes, my son, now you have truly learned the first gift of life. Gratitude. Practice this key constantly. It is yours to enjoy. With gratitude, your heart fills to the brim every day. You live in the present moment. You are thankful for everything you experience, even for the irritating and bothersome aspects of life. 
Harry, it's important to be grateful for the good things in life, but it's also equally important to be grateful for the so-called bad things. That's really where you strengthen and perfect your gratitude. When you are grateful for the things you normally find annoying and unpleasant. Start today, Harry. Be grateful for that traffic jam because it gives you extra time to listen to music, meditate, think, or pray. Be grateful for that rude and inconsiderate person because he or she gives you the opportunity to practice the higher principles of patience, tolerance, and forgiveness. Every rude or obnoxious remark from that person is another reminder of how not to be. The rude person shows you how to be kind. The pushy person teaches you how to be gentle. Gratitude is really simple to practice. All you have to do is be grateful for everything that happens to you, whether you call it important or unimportant, good or bad. Gratitude covers all. To help you become even more grateful, try the following. Each morning, as soon as you wake up, repeat the following words to yourself. Say them out loud. I am grateful for my breath, for my life. I am grateful for this day. I am grateful for all that I have experienced, for all I will experience. I am grateful for all those I love because true love keeps growing and growing. I am grateful for those I hate because they teach me compassion and forgiveness. I am grateful for all of my successes today, for they are my inheritance from God. I am grateful for all of my failures today because they are the universe's way of keeping me humble so that when I do experience ultimate success and triumph, I will appreciate it even more. Make up your own phrases, Harry, but remember to be grateful for everything that happens to you, for everything you experience, whether you call it good or bad. It doesn't matter what you call it. Gratitude doesn't discriminate between things. It doesn't distinguish between events. It is a pure flowing feeling of joy, peace, love, serenity, and excitement, all wrapped up in one delicious package, gratitude. With gratitude in your heart, you will never lose. So love university students, we know through research that gratitude is one of the most powerful healing forces known to humanity. If you keep a gratitude journal, write down three things you're grateful for every day, you can reduce your depression, you can increase your sleep, have a more optimistic mindset. And the thing about gratitude that's so wonderful, as Master Tanaka was saying, is that you can be grateful for the so-called bad things in life and the so-called good things, because sometimes you don't know which is which. There once was a man who owned a very large ranch in a foreign, faraway land, and he had wild horses, and they would tame the horses. And one day, one of his prized wild horses escaped, jumped over a fence, and went, ran away. His foreman came to the owner and said, Sir, I'm very sorry to say this, but our, our wonderful prized horse, the, the wild stallion, has escaped. That is very bad news. The owner, who was very wise, said, Maybe it's bad news, but maybe it's good news. The next day, the wild stallion came back with other wild stallions it had brought from the forest. And now they had several of those beautiful wild stallions. The foreman ran to the, the owner and said, Sir, the, the stallion came back and it, it brought back other wild stallions. It's wonderful news, sir. And the owner replied, maybe that's good news, but maybe it's bad news. Another day followed, and the eldest son of the owner was riding the wild stallion and, and tried to try to tame it, and he fell and broke his leg. Again, the foreman ran to the owner and he said, sir, I have terrible bad news. Your son was riding the wild stallion and fell and broke his leg. It's bad news. And the owner said to the foreman, maybe it's bad news, Maybe it's good news. Within a short period of time, war was declared in the area. All the young men went to battle 
except for the son who had a broken leg. And all the young men perished and died, except for the son. So the secret of the wise man is that he was open to and grateful for whatever it might be, whether it's a lesson learned, an experience, or perhaps a door that's open for something better. So love university students, I want you to go out this week and start to be grateful for everything that you have. Even little things. Your shampoo, your deodorant, taking a shower, having a hot meal, being with close people, family, friends, loved ones. Maybe your animal. Things you have in your life that are working for you right now. Maybe things aren't working, but the ones that are, focus on those, the good things in life, your talents and abilities, your attributes. What we call your don, uh, which means don divino, your God-given talent. Whatever it might be, whether it's writing, caretaking, science, business. And also realize that you're here on earth alive, and that's the greatest gift of all. If you want to be on Love University, if you have a, a show idea or a question, you can reach us at 310-226-8090. You can visit us at loveuniversity.love. You can write to us at loveuniversitylove at gmail.com. You can also like us and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Love University Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Love Letter U Podcast. You can download the podcast and subscribe to us on Podbean, Spotify, SoundCloud, and iTunes. And if you want to pick up a copy of the book, The Three Secrets of Happiness, which is really it's an entertaining little fable. It's a, a small book, but it can really impact your life and give you the lessons you need to learn about the three secrets of happiness. So until next time, love you, university students. Put away your notebooks, your iPads, your phones, and live this week with great gratitude and love you energy. Until next time, this is Dr. Abiyah.